This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're listening to the Midwestern Shooters Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 The Fan or 1250 FM. No, AM. 105.7 FM The Fan. <laughs> and, That's all and, right, and John. We're with Tom Dan. Dan uh, a running back from Green Bay and John Raymond just hanging around. Uh, if anybody, oh, no. yeah, if anybody wants to email us live, it's uh, CEO guys at yahoo.com. Yeah, it's the end of the show and yeah. we tell them. I'm well, 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 no, it's well, we got another hour to go. Yeah, and then, an hour. And and of course, you can always call us at 414-799-1250 if you've got any questions or comments. You know, so. have we got any emails? Uh, no, oh, no. Okay. Well, we do do not have any right now. Didn't just, we get just, one about six months ago? Yeah, about six months ago. I think somebody. Ago? Yeah, I think that was trying to sell us Viagra or something like that. I don't know. No, actually, you should see all the media stuff that we get on this. I mean, people want. They're telling us about all kinds of crazy stuff all over the country. It's like, what do you mean media stuff? Well, they they want you to have this guest on or that guest on. Oh, this person wrote a book on bike riding. Oh, uh, we have. What do you well, just delete those or yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Because well, what? M- no, no, why, they, they why don't. Why don't you get together with the rest of the executive committee they, here they and don't, we'll yeah. discuss? No, they're weird stuff. They're not. They're not stuff that would. It's weird stuff. Oh, trust it's me. Weird. You, 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 don't, you don't call this weird? No, no. We we get a lot of spam, basically. Oh, it's oh. spam. Spam okay. stuff. So they don't know. know we're a hunting and fishing show. No, they know. They know we're a hunting and fishing show because they. They specifically look for that, you know, but they know that. But it's just a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah, well, it's about what? Like some trying guy to get, who, trying some to guy get who biked to the top of Mount Everest or, or something? something? Somebody wrote a book about... Or, I don't know. I was just using that as an example. Just <laughs> Moth identification. Who do you got on the line, Greg? We have Carl from Tosa. Hey, all right. All right. Hey, good Carl. morning, Carl from Tosa. You're not my neighbor, Carl, right? No, but no, I, I, I live in Tosa, so I, I know. guess, you know, we're pals. But but so. I've got a I've got a neighbor whose name is Carl. Oh god, that <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah, I know. What's up, Carl? Well guys, you know, it's always a great way to start the day by taking a ride on the crazy train. And I finally kind of discovered why I love your show so much. And after the show I'm always smarter than I was before the show. 
And I really love this conversation that you guys had about tribes and foods and things. And, you know, the CEO gang is a small yet highly evolved tribe. And I learned that the food tester would be the guy that's kind of slow on the draw. So <laughs> you, you better – now, Carl, you better watch where you're going here now. Be careful, my friend. I know. I know it's not going to be me. Gang, would it be John, Tom, or Bushy? We know for sure it's between John and Tom. Oh god! Hey, throw Greg in there too, will you? Okay, I got two reasons. A, Tom likes to eat more than any of us. I'm sorry, Tom. That's all right. And B, John. I eat anything. John. John's tried to eat. Coyote. He has eaten coyote before. Stuff up in Monkey Island that's three weeks old. Yeah. <laughs> Just brush the green off of it. I think it's the mold. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead, Carl. No, that was my question. Oh. <laughs> I would be the food tester, John, Tom, or Bushy. Well, uh, I don't think you're going to get an answer because that would be self-incriminating. <laughs> okay. Here, I, got I plead the, answer the fifth. For you. <laughs> if it was good food, Tom. If it's some crap, John. <laughs> if it's something to and, experiment. And, and where will Bushy be? I'll be in the parking lot selling smokes. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, Carl. Thanks for that question. You thanks, bet, Carl. Okay, bye Love now. The show, thanks. thanks. All right, thanks, Carl. You know, Carl's one of our loyal yes. listeners. You know, uh, Jim, the guy who was on Lake Michigan. Now, he's on Lake Michigan, right? And he's right. got all these salmon in the boat. Yeah. I like salmon. I like eating salmon, right? Slow, Are you trying fried, to hit broiled. Jim up for some free salmon? Yeah, see, I you don't like... You give him your address now? Minute, you can I don't like, swing on over after you the don't like to troll. I don't, I don't like trolling and catching salmon. I don't really care for that, right? I don't like fishing for them, but I like eating them. I have... So maybe Jim okay. would drop one off by my house if he'd like. You know, I was trying, working an angle for a freebie, Tom. You want to give your address out for that? Uh, no. <laughs> no. So, yeah, Carl. All, all, them ch all them chicks would be over at the house. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Carl, Carl's one of our loyal listeners. And speaking of loyal listeners, I want to take this time to yes. not only thank our loyal listeners, but uh, my uh, guiding season will be winding down soon as I get back to my real job, and I would like to thank all my loyal fishing guide clients that I've taken yeah. out. Uh, most of them this year have been repeat uh, ones that I've had out in the past, some I hadn't seen in several years. It was mm -hmm. great to see them again. And uh, then I've uh, had some new some new folks out recently and, and had a great time getting to know some great people. And so thanks for sharing a boat and sharing some fish with me. The uh, fishing for muskies has been very good this year, uh, <coughs> trolling. Um, Lake Michigan, I haven't been out there yet, mm -hmm. but uh, I think this week sometime I'm going to try and get out there and do some mm -hmm. trolling for those too. Yeah, definitely. What you got there? We have Mike from Pewaukee. All right. Good morning, Mike from Pewaukee. How you doing today? Hey, boys. How you doing? Mike Kemp calling. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Just kind of was listening to your show. I woke up, shaking the cobwebs off, and... Figured I'd call in and give you a good report on Lake Michigan and the muskie fishing on Pewaukee was awesome until the water got a little too warm and yeah. had to shut her down on Tuesday. Uh -huh. so went to Lake Michigan and we took a limit in about two and a half hours. Hey! Oh, wow. Congratulations! Wow. Actually, was thinking about filling the ice chest up down at the muskie shop if would anybody want them if I put stuff in there for them? Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, you mean put them in the freezer over there? Yeah, right in the ice chest. Put them off to the side, bag them all up. I mean, I gave everything away, but the couple uh, we ate last night, 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'd, 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 I would take a ride out there and grab one. I love salmon. Like I said before, Mike, I, I, I really don't care to fish for them. But, yeah, it's, but I like eating them. I love eating them. Yeah. We actually did the night bite. We went down really early under the moon. Mm. It was absolutely phenomenal. Set up in the dark. I mean, in the moonlight, the weather was nice. Got out there, and right away, rod started going. It was wow. chaos for a while. We had three fish in the boat, one on, three fish laying on the floor of the boat, <laughs> and one on all at the same time. It was just wow. looking at each other and just laughing. Oh, uh, it's was, very was, plentiful out there right now. Was the lake rather calm that, yeah, that, yeah, was, that night and, like well, that? what we did is we went out at night where it's it calms down yeah but then once you get the first light they just go absolutely berserk and then after that flurry's kind of over then you got to find them again yeah you just kind of stay on them and then you just pick your way up but by that time we were full and came in and that was phenomenal time to go home so, and take a nap that's exactly <laughs> what we did what, um, i didn't hear anything have you guys talked about hot water and musky fishing and, and all the guys that are taking a break and the guys that aren't taking a break that are still out there. and No, we'll we'll get to that later on in the show. Okay. All right? All right, we'll get to just, that. Just kind of curious, you know. I all mean, right. A lot of us are, are taking off, and then a lot of people are still out there, and we all know who's still fishing. So trying to get everybody a little peer pressure going here and everybody just to give them a break because guys like me, we're giving up some money to not go out. You got plenty of money, Mike. Yeah, I thought I thought plenty of money, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were. The wife's got the big job yeah. and stuff. And you got to just yeah. got a new house and stuff house. and a that big ranger. A yeah. 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 All right, there's a '99. I'm yeah. looking an out bushy. All right. Well, hey, a '99 Ranger is better than no Ranger at all. Absolutely. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Mike. Appreciate right, it. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Bye now. And uh, you know I. If he's gonna bring those uh, fish out into the freezer, I'm gonna have to call one oh, of the one of the executives. Yes, and and uh, not the executive. What do you call the guys out there at Smokies? Technology. Te- 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 technicians. Technicians. I'll have to call the technicians and find out when they come in. And I gotta ask you some more bushy a few things. But uh, who do you got now on the line? Greg? We have Al Ship. Oh, Al Shook. There we go. Al Shook's on Al the line. Al shook folks. me all night long. Hey, Al. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Good. What are you up? What are you up to today? Well, I'm, I'm actually pulling into the Waukesha County Fair to go and have that pancake breakfast. Oh yeah! And uh, then I'm going to be running around most of the day. I get to pick up my black powder gun today. That I had to put a scope on. As we get older, you know, you can't see iron sights. Ah. But, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to mention to you all that uh, recently, this is last weekend, my little brother and I became. Trained in wing shooter instructors. Oh, Danny, con- I'm not going to miss anymore. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, you never missed Congratulations. before. You never missed well, we're before. Be able to hold classes that are uh, sponsored by the DNR. Mm-hmm. And last week's training was uh, two full days of work, and I'll bet probably 500 shells and 500 targets <laughs> apiece. Wow. In the two days. And you, well, you realize just how short. Or your arm can sit. Yeah. Something like that. But Well, I'll tell you, Al, I, I don't miss anymore either. I never yeah, miss you now. Don't shoot. No, I do. I don't miss, though. I don't miss. You know why? Why? 
Why is that? I've got an 18 and a half inch barrel on a sawed off shotgun, you know, <laughs> a, with a pistol grip handle. I don't have to aim. I just point in a general direction. <laughs> and the general vicinity is good enough for you. Huh? And that's good enough because one of the many pellets is going to hit that uh, piece of clay. <laughs> yeah, the, how they instructed us is there's a thing called a lethality chart. How many BBs you need to put in a 30-inch pattern, yeah. you know, different loads and everything else. And uh, they talked about the 3.5-inch, the 3-inch, the hyper shot, and all. That's all a bunch of hooey. Hooey. You get, yeah. I, I had my best pattern at 30 yards with a 7-shot steel, 2 and 3-quarter, and a modified choke. In a 30-inch circle, I consistently put 150 BBs in that circle. Wow. And it was it, unbelievable. I Someone would have told me that before I put it on paper. I would have told them they were crazy. Oh, I can do yeah. that. I can put it on paper. I lay the paper down, <laughs> and then I start putting the BBs all yeah. on. Yeah. Well, so you know. I was, I was very much surprised and in the class. Uh, that they taught us to be instructors, they had every manufacturer and every size and every shot of non-toxic shell, and they were encouraging different guns, different chokes, and everything else to pattern your gun and get an idea. And the idea behind the class itself is to reduce the wounding mortality for ducks and geese. And a lot of people believe if you put a BB in a bird, and it flies away, it'll have a rough day or two, but then it'll recover. Um, every bird that's wounded, and I mean every bird that's wounded, is typically dead within 48 hours of that wounding. No kidding. And the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service adds almost 5 million birds a year to the actual harvest total based on wounding losses. Wow. So it's, it's something that we're, you know, the migratory hunters are trying to get ahead of because it's, you know, it's almost a 30% to 35% of all the birds that are taken are wounded and never collected. Al, and that's, Al, that's a oh. pretty high rate. Al, hit, hit, hit the old computer and, and bring up how many wind farms and how many migratory birds they are killing in the hundreds, uh, thousands a year. Nothing is being done. No one cares about it. Because it's for green energy. Indeed, John, and that is absolutely correct. And the, that particular segment of the population will never go after the, the, the swinging arms of death, as I call them, yeah. instead of having the chance of coming after hunters who are so cruel as to discharge a gun, take an animal, go home, cook it, and have a wonderful meal with the family. Right, So. Yeah. We're up against the break, Al, and uh, we're going to continue discussing this after the break, all right? Do you want to hang on, or do you got to get going? No, nah, i got pancakes sitting in front of me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go get something to eat. All, all right. right. I'll all let right, you Al. eat. Have a great Have a day, my friend. Day. Okay, you Thanks take care, calling, Al. Al. Okay, bye, bye now. Take care. Yeah, we got to go to a quick break, folks. Uh, we'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Without a sound I call her on the table 
to the Bait Mate Fish Attracting Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. What you got, Tom? Oh, I, I was just looking on. Uh, uh, Don the Muskie Hunter says thanks for the lure. He sent me his phone number, but he forgot the last two numbers. <laughs> His phone number. I had to email him back and say, Don, I think you missed a few. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, what Al Shook was talking about uh, is really important for anybody who's wing shooting, you know, duck hunting, pheasant hunting, whatever, is to, pat, you know, the, 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 the shooting aficionados, the guys who are in trap leagues and all that, they probably pattern, you know, what rounds they're using and, and how far they go out and how the, what the diameter they're circling, how many BBs and blah, 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 all that. Oh, yeah. But your your average everyday hunters no. are not doing no. that. And you know what? It's a good idea. And it, it doesn't take long. You get some big sheets of cardboard or something or paper. You put them out at different distances and take a shot at them. And you can see, you know, I mean, patterning your gun, is your shotgun, is actually really important because guys are using different loads for, let's say, pheasant and duck right. and geese and whatever. You know, so... That's a good idea. More more people should actually do that, you know. Yeah, I did it with my shotgun about a year ago. What do you have, three chokes on yours, Bush? I got three chokes. But I'll be honest with you, you get tired of shooting that shotgun after a while, oh. you know. Bam, bam, bam. You know, yeah. It starts to wear on the old shoulder after yeah. a while. So maybe. Well, uh, well, you know, when I was younger, I learned how to, you know, hunt pheasant with, it was a, Crack open one single shot Winchester shotgun. And I was taught that, you know, the bird comes up and let it get out there 25, 30 yards. You know, you got a bigger pattern, right? Let it get out. Make sure you're aiming where you should and all that. And then fire. And that's why for so many years when I'd go hunting with my friends, I wouldn't get a shot because they're shooting. What were you shooting at 10 gauge? No, 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 no. Oh. No, these guys, you know, when the birds come up, they're really good, and they're boom, they're on it immediately, whereas I was, I'm, I always let the bird go out a little bit. I, I aim carefully, and that's why, seriously, I missed very few. I mean, I did miss some, but, but you know, you got to take your time, you aim, you let them get out a little bit, so you got a bigger pattern. More Isn't beat. it better for the meat also? You don't take the Oh, whole... yeah, you shoot, you shoot a pheasant at uh, uh, 30 feet. Yeah. <laughs> You got the Ted. The half half of the bird is going to be loaded with pellets. You know, I mean, so yeah, I mean, it 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 you know, it's a good idea for the the hunters out there if they've never done it to pattern their shotgun and see what their loads actually are doing at different distances. And you know what? Good ideas go a long way. I mean, as far as you know, maybe make this as a federal thing that you everybody has to pattern. But just just look at look the penny the penny jar. Okay, the penny jar. What's the penny? We went from patterning shotguns to, to a the penny, penny jar. From New York to San Francisco, every place has a little jar, sits on their for counter pennies. for yeah. pennies. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody came from uh, senators or the president said, hey, we got to have this penny jar. Yeah. You know, oh, boy, it's really going to help. No, good ideas help. Good ideas work. Look at what... Oh, Miss Obama did, or Ms. Mrs. Oh, or whatever. Muchel. Eight years. Eight years she tried to get kids out of the house. She couldn't move any of those fat ones around at all. And one guy comes up with Pokemon, and he had more people walking in one day than Michelle <laughs> Obama did in eight years. Yeah. Pokemon, that just kills me. 
It's That's unbelievable, crazy. though. It, the it, amount of, of exercise that is going on and walking. Just look at the people that are yeah. walking the streets but right people now. People who are playing that Pokemon, some of them are being attacked and robbed. They're telling them to go to certain areas, and people are waiting for them to attack them and rob them. Yeah. That's all over Milwaukee. No, all over the country. Our all over country. the country, yeah. All over the world. All over the world. Yeah, yeah, actually, all over the world. Ain't that right, Craig? You're on top of this social media stuff, right? What are they, right? stealing their plaid shorts and binoculars? I did not know about that. But yeah, they are. The, the Pokemon Go craze is absolutely ridiculous. It's stu- it, it's, it, 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 it is stupid. Everything, it, it was is. Shut, everything was shut down. It's stupid. Oh, I, I no, mean, what a marketing test this is. Oh, oh no, yeah, it's, it's a marketing time. test, but I still think this it's dumb. Is... I would never do it. They, I'm we, sorry. We were out and uh, Bushy would never do it. Me and we're, Bushy, we're not doing it. My no, wife and I visited some friends out in Oconomowoc. And we were on a, a rooftop bar, mm-hmm. and you just look around the lake, and you just see people walking around with their phones in their hand, just oh. just looking around. You know, and and, and it's, it's, the one good thing about it <clears throat> is that apparently you can get special achievements if you go to historic sites and historic yes, landmarks. Yes. So I mean, it gets people out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. To to view these things. Yeah. But a lot of people might just they, they won't even go. They'll go to the historic landmark. But they won't know anything about it. They're just going there to collect their whatever they whatever, get, yeah, yeah. But and my, then leave. My, my son, yeah, yeah. my son is playing it, and he says, "I never knew there were that many memorials in in Pewaukee or in Waukesha really? or in Milwaukee. And he says, "I I stood in front of them and read each one of them. Really? It's an amazing history story wow. that Pokemon is telling." I got to I, I look to into this everything. more and just find out more about it. I still won't do it, but I got to look into it a little bit more. But you know what, what you said, Greg, that brings up what happened. I was out fishing with my youngest son, Andy, last week, and we, we were on an area close to a road, okay? And I said to my son, I, there's a gal, she's jogging, okay? As she's, as she's jogging along, she's got her phone in her hand right in front of her. And I said, I said to my son, I says, you mean even when people are jogging, they can't put their phone away for, for a little bit? I mean, they got to have it in front of them every, 24 hours a day? You know, I mean, it's like, put them well, on. If, I, I if mean, you got the energy to talk. I don't know if she was not, talking. Maybe then, she was reading well, the book. Well, if she's talking, know. she ain't working out hard enough. Yeah, but I mean, I just thought it was weird. You, you know, we're, we're fishing and we see this person jogging and they're, Got the phone right in front of him. Whether or not she was talking or not, I don't know. But got to have that you know, phone in front of him. One, boy, oh one thing that I wish I did, I could use, Tom, is, you know, I got an old flip phone like you do. Yeah. Everybody laughs. In fact, I just got a new old flip phone when the one died a month ago. Yeah. Anyway, uh, fishing with Horton up in, uh, up in Green Bay, it did help to have his big phone with a weather GPS. app where we could look and see the storms <laughs> coming in. Now, I was out fishing on Thursday with a couple of guys. And uh, we were on Pewaukee, and I looked at the, I my phone gets some alert for storm warning, Silver Lake. Okay. Why do I get Silver Lake storm warning alert? Close, so, uh, maybe it's the closest one. I don't, I don't know. know. So anyway, I, I got in a marine radio, and I listened, and it was by Fond du Lac, you know, and this and that. Turn it off. A little bit later, I look, sky's getting dark, and I go to turn on the marine radio, and just as I'm trying to listen, bang, a fish hits. Okay. When the time we go to pull that in... It's coming, man. The storm, it's getting, we just real quick leaned over, quick water release, 
and took off fast as I could, and I knew we were going to get wet. And I see this pontoon boat with a bunch of people, a rental pontoon. Yeah. I thought, oh, those poor, <laughs> poor family. So we got into Smokies, and then as we got in and tied up the boat, all of a sudden in comes the pontoon. Was and it raining by then? It was pouring, oh, it man. Was pouring, and huh? the wind, and maybe just a little thunder. Well, in the big hubbub and rush, there were two little kids on the pontoon, and they were terrified by it. I mean, the wind's howling, oh, yeah. and everybody's trying to tie it, and one kid's crying, and, and one kid's crying, and then he got off the boat, and then he went over by the musky shop, and he kind of started smiling a little bit. But then the little brother, he's t- scre- screaming on the boat. What happened was he, his leg was wrapped around like some rope that attaches to the uh, thing you pull, whatever, what do they call it? They pull Anchor. The, no, no. They pulled the kid on those. Uh, oh, those tubes or the whatever. Tubes, yeah. yeah, his yeah. leg was caught. And, and and they say, well, get out onto the pier. I can't. I'm caught. So then he was panicking like he was <laughs> caught. And they're just and they're trying to tie the boat up. And they're telling oh. him, just calm down for a second. <laughs> and he's freaking. And then finally the mom goes and undoes his foot. And he scoots off the boat. She says to him, this is all just part of the fun. And he scoots <laughs> off the boat onto the pier and he goes, this is not fun. Because <laughs> he's crawling. Oh, that's I hilarious. I cracked up laughing, man. This is not fun. Well, listen, it's going to be psychologically scarred yeah. for life. You'll never get him yeah. on a boat again. Well, listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Outdoors, uh, no, Midwest Shooter cutting Supplies edge. Cutting Edge Outdoors is fun. Oh, yeah, so stay tuned for more of the fun coming up, folks. We'll be right back with more with John, Dan, Tom, and Greg with an update. Hot! Welcome back. To the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. The weather. Hey, Danny, what's the phone number here if somebody wants to call? 799-1250. Yes. With a 414 and 5. Am I glad you reminded, Greg reminded us that we have the Trading Post is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago where they have earned your trust in the quality products they sell. It's worth the drive, folks. Hey, listen, right now is the trading post, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. If you've got something to sell, whether it's outdoorsy or not, you know. Matter of fact, I'll start it off. I have something to sell. Well, just just wait. What I'd like to do yeah. is, is cover from what you incurred this last week because I wasn't able to go, Tom, uh, one of our listeners wanted to look at some mounts. Yeah. Well, I unfortunately cannot always get up to that. Yeah. Uh, is if you call six nine one three one eight six. That's two six two six two. That's but the, no, no, they should or not. You no, know, they should call you maybe. Yes. Call me. Yeah. Call and me. And you can go out. Yeah. Uh, you can call me. If you're looking for mounts to buy, John is selling pictures. all the mounts and photographs, paintings and whatever. Give me a call at 414-940-8613. That's 414-940-8613. John's got a wolf. you got a wolverine. got a sheep. Uh, that what is that, a mountain goat or whatever? That's a beautiful mount, though. Anyway, and he's got a whole bunch of other ones, a bunch of paintings and 
portraits and I've got pictures. some up there that are not mine. One yeah. is Tom's and yeah. one is another now, gentleman's. Tom those Smiley's, are those horns are his. Are his. So, Tom Smiley, I know you're listening. You can get your horns at any time. <laughs> hey, there's a big, there's a big whitetail mount up there. That yeah. Guy that, yes, that, he's getting that. There yeah. Also. Okay. Yes. Okay. So there's a there's a whole there's still stuff, you know, some stuff's at the Muskie Bait and Tackle Shop. Some stuff is over at the uh, at the Antheneum, which is uh, in downtown. Well, you call me, we'll work it hey, out. Hey, hey, I was out okay. at uh, I, Golden Anchor yesterday. On yeah. the west end of Pewaukee, mm-hmm. and they reopened that, and it's very nice. They had some fish fry going on, and on the wall, they got a picture from 1941, the Antheneum, uh, and it and, and, and it says something boat rental or yeah. this on the side of it, and it said yeah. 1941 and high school graduation. So I don't know if there were some people outside that I didn't look at it that close that were like a graduating class had their picture taken outside of it. But I looked at oh. it and I told the guys I was with. I said, "That's where I live, right there." <laughs> There's the building, 1941. Yeah. And if yeah, Been there so forever. So call me if you're looking for you know want to check out some of those mounts and all that. John's got great prices on them. But here's the thing I've got to sell. Okay, Go. folks, this is a deal. If you're looking for a good deal, this is it. If you got a kid who's interested in playing the guitar, or maybe you do, I've got a very slightly used, only a few months, you know, um, a, a, a Fender Stratocaster Squire electric guitar, and it's and the body has got the Bud White, the black and gold Bud, uh, no, it's the Miller Genuine Draft logo on the body of it. It looks so cool. A Fender 25 uh, amplifier, and it's a, it's a 25 water, I think it is, with a 10-inch speaker, and uh, and it's got all and it's got a soft case for the guitar, brand new soft case. It's got all the cables, the hookup cables for the guitar to the amplifier and the amplifier to the outlet. It's got all that stuff ready to go. You know, if you're looking for a guitar and an amplifier, a Fender Stratocaster. So, what for a kid? It is no, it's for anybody. Oh. For anybody, and it's got like three pickups on it. It's got this little lever that you get three different tones out of it when you play it. I mean, and it's got three knobs for changing everything for volume and tone and treble and bass and all that stuff. It's, yeah, it's a Fender Stratocaster Squire with the amplifier, uh, uh, Fender 25. Uh, yeah, it's pretty sweet. And it's got, like I said, the soft case and all. And they can call me. You, you, you get, a, get a hold of Ozzy. He's getting back into yeah, it. Yeah, right. He, Ozzy didn't never played guitar. He just sang. That's all he had to do. He, he, he just sang. He couldn't sing. Either. Oh, no. I think he had a great voice. Why do you think he became a star? He's got a great voice. Are you kidding? Ozzy's got an awesome voice. And not at the end. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's like the, now. I, I haven't listened to him when he was well, young. My phone number, if you want to get in touch with me, is 414-940-8613. 414-940-8613. And this will not cost you an arm and a leg. Maybe an arm, but not an arm and a leg. No, and, it's not that Ozzie expensive. Got, Ozzie got more recognition for what he pulled on stage than oh, he yeah. did for his Oh, scene. he got a lot of recognition. for. That's why yeah. these guys do these goofy things sometimes, you know? You know what I could never understand, though, is like when the Who started bashing their guitars on the stage. Wasn't it the Who who started that? Bashing their guitars on the breaking, they were, them, breaking they, them? They did do that. Why? Why? You got a beautiful guitar, and those weren't cheap guitars either. They were nice, expensive they guitars. May have, they may have flipped a... 
one two of them they, that was they old? might have i don't know but what do you it's mean like, flipped one two of them you know put Put an He's old got, one. Put an older one on. on yeah. Rack, right. Yeah. And the guys no, you see them do that one. on stage. But you would see them playing you, it, and then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, you, they wouldn't be able to like. It's not like a magic yeah. show where they pull so, out the fake one and smash it. Yeah. So anyway, if you've got anything to to sell or you're or looking smash. for something to buy, <laughs> yeah, you can uh, give us a call here at four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. The trading post was brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. Go to Bucky'sMeats.com for more information. We got to take a ride out there, too, guys. There's We're, a lot of places yeah. we got to go to. Like want to go? Bucky's gotta, Fine Meats. As a matter of fact, our sponsor uh, out in Waukesha with the electric motors, John. John. Uh, Anchors with, away. Anchors away, yeah. I gotta, we got to, my son Chris has got to get his boat over. There. It's been all summer. Well, it's been for the last few years. It's like, I, I, I think I know what it is, but I don't know how to fix it. Because if you turn his electric motor up to the foot pedal, if you put put it up on like 8, 9, or 10 for power rating, uh, it'll kick out. But if you don't go past number 7, it'll run all the time. But if you go too high, I think there's got to be some kind of little uh, fuse or re- reset something thing that... Hmm. that you know, kind of like a circuit yeah. breaker. It breaks yeah, 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 it and yeah, then I, comes I get, back. I get the same thing. Let me Tom see if did. I can diagnose that. All right. Tom well, does. well, I, do it I, during I, the break. Okay. I I know exactly what's wrong with everything. I just don't know how to fix it. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I just don't know how to fix it. Yeah. But well, that's Bye. why we'll leave it up to John at Anchors Away. He's the expert. Yes. We'll Bye. we'll find out from him. All right. We'll be right back with more, folks. While Bushy diagnoses the problem with the electric motor, and if you got any other problems, you need diagnosed. John Lehman, Dan Bush, and me, Tommy the True Newbauer, we're here to help you. And marriage counseling, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that, too. Yeah. Okay, we'll be back with more on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the final countdown. To the Bait Mate Fish Attracting Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for joining us this morning, 799-1250. If you have a fishing report, we've already talked about Lake Michigan salmon fishing's been going good. Uh muskies, it's been a good year so far. Uh, Tom, what's going on with the bass? Well, whether I got a call yesterday over at Sherpers, one of our listeners called. And because he had called the show the week before, remember he was looking for a guide. Uh, he had those two Chinese people coming in from China, and he wanted to take them fishing. You remember that, yeah? So I gave him a couple of names, and I, and then he called and he said, "Boy, I can't remember the names." And I said, "Well, here's the two names. Call the Musky Shop, Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle at two six two six nine one nine six five nine nine six five nine. Thank you." And I said, call there. They'll give you their numbers. He's got their business cards there. <clears throat> anyway, but then he had a question. He says, is, is it okay to go, like, you know, for bass or panfish or whatever when it's so hot like this? And I says, sure. I says, you know, the fish are cold-blooded. Their, their body temperature is whatever their water temperature is. I mean, and they still got to eat. I've never had a problem catching fish when it's been super hot. As a matter of fact. Are they shallower or deeper? A little of each. I, I swear to God, I'm not making a joke up, John. Don't don't Write tease that down, me. John. 
I mean, you'll find some in shallow. You'll find some deep. You'll find some in between. Like I always say, I mean, they're going to be someplace. In this hot weather, I we're, we caught some fish in two feet of water, and that water temperature was in the upper 70s, if not almost 80. I think it was 78 or 79 that day. And then, and then I caught some on a deep weed line edge in like 18 feet of water. You know, I mean, so. Well, I was, you with, know, they're, they're fished, still going to bite. I fished with Ron Johnson, our, our bait mate fish attractor. Yeah. Pro. You didn't tell us about that. And we, uh, we went on Pewaukee for just a little bit and we were just, we started out pitching along some piers and docks, mm-hmm. just working along the shoreline and Ron kept switching it up, trying different yeah, things. Yeah, That's one thing I to. noticed with those bass guys. They just you have switch, to keep try trying. this, try that. And then I was surprised. We went ar- along Rocky Point heading east, and he put on a Zara Spook mm-hmm. topwater. And, uh, you know, I always associate topwaters with lily pads and shallows nope. and throwing a frog. Nope. He's working that Zara Spook. I couldn't believe it. 12 it. feet of water, probably. It, well, we at least eight anyway. Eight 12, and and yeah. he's chucking it. And two nice bass came up. Yeah. One looked like a smallie, took a swipe at yeah. it, a largemouth. And one la- other largemouth took a swipe, then came back and nailed it. Yeah. So Zara Spook. I remember I was fishing a tournament tournament one time on Lake on the Madison Chain of Lakes, and it was a little breezy. All right, so there were waves, not big white caps, but there were waves. You know, you know, it was breezy. There was a little chop on the water, and I th- started throwing uh, a buzz bait. And the guy I'm fishing with says to me, he "says You're not supposed to use a buzz bait when there's a chop on the water. You've got to use it when it's calm." I says, "Tell that to this fish." Bam! <laughs> Nailed it, huh? Yeah, I mean, and that happened to be big bass of the tournament. I mean, so, you know, you can use these things, you know, it, you, you don't have to follow everything that's written. You know, you can try different things. As a matter of fact, what Ron Johnson told us, what he was using at that Oneida in New York, up yeah, by Syracuse, yeah. that lake in that big, humongous bass tournament that he took eighth place in against all the big top names in the country. I'm going to be using that this week. Are you? I ordered some online. Did you? Yes, and I'm going to be using that technique. I'm going to try it. For the smallies, I'm going to try it. Hey, if you know Ron Work Johnson there. says it works, I'm going to try it. What the heck? Hey, what do you got on on the line there, Greg? We have Dennis Royce from Boulder Junction. Oh, hey, our right. Boulder Junction connection. Dennis hey, Royce from Royce Construction. Yes, we're good, Dennis. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Now I'm going to try a fishing report on you. See how you like this. All okay. right. Musky action, good. Yeah. Uh, uh, water temperature 68 to 72. Water Beautiful. Action, Walleye action, deep weeds, uh, use uh, j- uh, Jack's weedless jigs in the deep weeds, and you'll get some muskies and, and some walleyes. And you know what? i got to interrupt you real quick. When you say deep weeds on some of the lakes in northern Wisconsin, deep weeds could mean 20 feet or it could be 6 feet. <laughs> well, I'm going to say about 12 to 14 feet. Yeah, on those lakes that have the average water color, that's about the right, you know, average to clear. But on those... Yep. On those very heavily stained lakes that you get up there, some of them, the weed line only goes out to six or eight feet because there's not enough right. sunlight penetrating. Okay, yeah, that's so, exactly right. That's but anyway, exactly right. but anyway, that was that uh, uh, something I was going to try, and you see how you like that. And the bluegill and crappie action are good suspended crappies right now, so fishing's good. It's always good when you go fishing. So yeah. And now I'm doing it in style because I have a hat that says the cunning edge outdoors. <laughs> oh, do you like the hat? Yes, I do. It is a pretty cool hat, isn't it? It is a cool hat. I'm wearing it right now as I talk to you. Are so. you in the restaurant right now? 
I went to the restaurant this morning for coffee and find out what's going on. And we had a huge storm that went through here yeah. two days ago, and we lost. Uh, we had a lot of lot of damage from uh, the storm uh. that went through. But we're it's cleaned up, and we're back in action here, and we're getting ready for our Musky Day Jamboree, with, which is coming up August tenth, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. So. Yeah, that, you know, years ago, you guys used to cook a lot of muskies. The guides would bring in muskies. You don't do that anymore, do you? No, it's 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 so much catch and release now, and that's yeah. the big thing with with fishing. And that's uh, obviously that's the trend. And uh, we used to uh, take even walleyes or northerns or whatever and try and get enough meat together so we could cook it. But it's a lot of work, uh, and we need a lot of fish, and it just doesn't work anymore. And I talked taxidermists. Uh, uh, used to say meat for us too, and and obviously a lot of that's not done anymore. So hey, uh, a guy named Keith, he he was the second prize winner of last year's at I mean this year at the sports show. He came up, he got won some free stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his name was was Keith. He came over to Sherpers <laughs> and and saw me, and he told me what a great time he had. And the firefighters uh, had a had a chicken fry or something like that going on when he was up there. Uh, chicken and, barbecue. Yeah, yeah, the barbecue, chicken barbecue. And he said your daughter was very nice and gracious, you know, answered all their questions and all that. And uh, he said every, everything was wonderful. He loved it. Loved it. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, huh? he was up there. Him and his wife were up there for the weekend. Well, that's great. Now, if we can get you and your wife or a whole staff up here, we could do an online show here from Boulder at our must 60th yeah. anniversary. Well, we'd love to do that, but we'd have to talk to our boss, Tom Parker. Is the you know. 60th this year or when don't is let it? Him, don't let your boss push you around. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you can say that. You're your own boss. Hey, when, yeah. when, <laughs> when is it? Yeah, when is it? When again? is it? August, August 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th. It's a uh, four-day event, and, and uh, uh, Stephanie Klett's going to be up here, and I'm sure a lot of people that come from Madison are going to be up here as well. We've got the Musky Queens are going to be in a big parade, and and, and we've got a lot of activities. I'll ha if you can't make it up here, I'll have to call you. From, yeah, uh, well, Saturday. I mean, is it true you guys, like, block off the streets? We actually block the streets. We block the main roads, and coming into town, you have to go in a bypass to get around. It's that large. Hey, we get from eight to I'm going to pay eight to twelve thousand people here. Wow, it's wow. wow. That is a big de that deal. That is a big deal. Yeah. yeah, we have a Friday night dance. We have a Saturday night dance, a uh, poker dance on Saturday night, and and, and uh, uh, we have activities all weekend. So it's it's a big event and a lot of work for, do you, do you, for a lot you guys, of local people. Do you guys have like a parade? Yes, we have a parade this year. See, mate, we could be in the parade. We could be like in a convertible. Or no, they could be towing a boat, and the three of us would be in the boat. With the musky queens. With the musky queens. With the musky queens. There you go. Um, what do the musky queens can... look like? Yeah, Bushy wants to know what do the musky queens look like. Uh, you're gonna answer that question right uh, now. Yeah, okay. You're a smart man, Dennis. You're a smart man. Stay away from that. That's for sure. So anyway, right. it's, okay. uh, it's a lot of fun. If you can make it up here, if nothing else, I'll call you on uh, the Saturday of uh, uh, your show. Yeah. But, hey, uh, we got a quick question. How are those roads up there after the big rainstorm a few weeks ago? Highways two and thirteen are they open now? They're finally open. There is still on on some of the roads. It's vehicle. Uh, uh, not truck traffic, but vehicle traffic. Uh, not vehicle, but uh, pedestrian traffic. Yeah. Not pedestrian traffic. I know what you uh, mean. Car traffic. Yeah. I'm trying to say car traffic on some of the areas. Uh, no heavy trucks, but uh, the roads are open. You can get through now. 
there's still going to be a lot of work. They're probably talking at least two months of work yet before some of these areas are restored. And then they got clobbered okay. again the other day, uh, Thursday, when that storm went through. So they've been beat up quite a bit up there. It's oh. in it's tough shape. Okay, Dennis, we got to run. Yep. We're, yep. we're almost out of time. Later. All right, thanks, All right, Dennis. That was Dennis Royce, our Boulder Junction Connection. Yep. Guys, I had, they, I who had said fun. this was going slow? This was going fast today. Yeah. Yep. Man, oh, man. Yeah, I got to go run to, and find a bunch of Pokemons today. <laughs> to all the listeners, God bless. Stay free. Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, guys. Let's go fishing. Yeah, well, that's all Let's I go got. Fishing. Hey, it's never too hot to go fishing. Right? That's right. Ja, das ist richtig. Yeah, that's right. Und das ist alles für heute. Yeah, never. You've been listening to the Midwestern <laughs> Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, live from the Bait Mate Fish Attracting Studios. Presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Go put the repellent on, go outside, and avoid the skeeters. We'll talk to you all next week. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.